Vibrations, man. The boy is back in the building. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Let's go. We do not care. Tune in and lock in. The boy is back in the building. Hold on. Energy, energy, energy. Come on. Come on, man. Y'all know the damn We do not care. Y'all know the damn vibes, man. Come on. Lock in. Come on, man. You know the you, you know the damn vibes. The boy is back in the building. The boy is back in the place to be. You know the vibes. You thought I was dead. You thought I was done, huh? Huh? You hear me? You thought I was done. I'm not done. I'm here. I'm alive. I'm fresh. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling well, okay? I'm feeling amazing. All right? I feel relaxed. I feel refreshed. I'm telling you, this is a great feeling, y'all. When you're going through a lot mentally, you feel like you're tired, you feel like you're ready to give up on everything you're doing, man, and, and you just get that resurgence, you start feeling good again, you start making changes, you start bringing back life, and it feels so damn good to be here right now with y'all. I'd rather be nowhere else than in my chair right here in front of my computer talking into this damn microphone. I love y'all. How are y'all doing? How's everybody feeling? Okay. See me, man, I've been going through a lot the last few weeks, man. I've been up and down. I lost my voice. I've been a little sick here and there. I've been real tired. I've been real busy going off the damn walls. But that's okay because we are back in the place to be, okay? And there's a lot going on out there, man. Before I even get going here, I got to say my prayers and condolences, man, to the the children and the families of the Evalde, Texas shooting, okay? Um, there's been so many damn shootings. It seems like every other week there is a mass shooting. We can't get away from it, y'all. It's a damn shame. But I, I want to uh, send my prayers and condolences to all the families and those affected. Of course, give them a moment for a minute. We do not care. But man, let me tell y'all, man, life is crazy right now. I'm not even saying just me. I'm saying just in general, seems like there's always something going on. Don't get me started. I'm hearing that Boston is having a roofie issue, a roofie problem. Yep. People are getting roofied, okay? This has been going on for years, of course, in every city, and every place. But it just seems that Boston has been ramping it up. And now people are scared because they're not seeing it come directly from, you know, random creeps at the bar. They're thinking it's coming directly from the bartenders, which is really, really scary, making things very interesting. Okay, let me tell you. I'm, I'm reading stories left and right online. These girls, these women, they're saying, hey, we're going out to drink. I watch my drink like a hawk. My friends watch it like a hawk. Next thing you know, I'm blacked out. I make it home. Or I'm not home. I wake up somewhere in an abandoned place, a hotel room, naked, foggy. Don't know what just happened to me. Don't know what is going on. That is scary shit, y'all. Okay, I read a story. One girl, she went to the hotel, the W, the W. Tell these, tell, I'm going to say the names. I'm sorry. She went to the W, which is downtown. She went. She didn't even have a drink. Not like an alcoholic. She wasn't drinking. Okay, she she got a drink at the bar, water, juice, something of that sort. Next thing you know, she's driving home. She's drowsy on the road. 
blacks out on the road, crashes. Okay, she gets hurt, but she's okay. But man, they find all the shit in the system and they say, hey, somebody drugged you. Somebody roofied you. It's a damn shame what's going on out there, man. We have to be, I don't even, I don't even know what to say anymore. I don't even know if I can say be smarter, be safer. I'm not sure if I can say that because how smart can you be? How safe can you be? We can't even step outside no more. As a woman, it's crazy, man. They can't step outside to feel safe nowhere. You know, men too. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna discredit the men, but disregard the men here, man. Y'all, we, we, we. It's it's tough for everybody right now, but especially the women, man, because they can't even get no damn drinks without people. Looking to get them, man. It's a goddamn shame. It really is. And the shit we're seeing, ugh, ugh. People getting kidnapped in Ubers and Lyfts. Y'all know I like to come on here and tell all my Lyft stories and all that. And usually they're funny, lighthearted, stupid shit, man. But people are really getting kidnapped in Lyfts. Can you believe it? Yes, I can believe it. Because I can believe a lot of things. Okay, this is a sick, sick world we even live in. But getting kidnapped in Lyfts and Ubers, ah. I'm almost speechless because I don't know what to say when it comes to stuff like that. Because I don't think we'll, we'll ever stop taking Lyfts or Ubers. I think people value the convenience so much. I think people value looking on their phone and clicking one button and having a driver pull up. I think they value that so highly that they'll say, hey, this won't happen to me. But that I think that's life in general. We all think we're invincible. We don't think something will happen to us until something happens to us and then it wakes us up. But that's a shame, man. We got to get out of that. We got to be safer. We got to be smarter. Make sure you got people following your location. You know what I mean, man? When my girl, she goes on a lift or something, she has a thing that you can share the ride with somebody. Share the ride with me. Share it with your pop. Share it with your cousin, brother, family, uncle, whatever. You got to do what you got to do, man, because if something goes awry, they'll be able to get you. They'll be able to find you. They'll be able to locate the authorities. And I will say Lyft has gotten better about that kind of stuff. You know, if the ride seems like it's taking a bit longer or something like that, they do have... Uh, alerts that come on the app and say hey are you good is everything all right here is it safe as a driver it happens to me all the time if somebody wants to take me a funny way or traffic is taking a long time it'll tell me hey is everything okay i think it's a little pointless because it comes up on my damn phone screen which is can, everybody can see it in the car so if a nigga really wanted to kill me in the back seat he'd be like go ahead press the emergency button nigga see what happens boom got a boom and now i'm in trouble but nah, but nah, man, I, I had to get that the, the little PSA shit out the way, man. It's just a lot of shit going on, but let's get on uh, to some other shit. Let's go. We do not care. Okay. So um, I don't know if you know any rich kids or not. Um, I know a few rich kids, and we see the story all the time of rich children trying to do things that maybe they shouldn't be trying to do. Maybe they go and they, you know, they lie. They want to say, I'm from the mud. I got it out the jungle. All of that stuff, but they not really getting it out the jungle. They not really even getting out the mud. They never even seen mud. They weren't even allowed to play in mud. But somehow, they still feel like they need to portray some shit, especially the rich uh, kids in our community, the black community. I don't know why I feel like they look at, uh, they think they're looked at as uh, pussies or soft or bitches or whatever because they got money and they grew up nice. Okay, I'm going to tell you this right now. I would have loved to grow up like a bitch or a pussy or something. If that's what they're calling it, then I would have loved it. Okay, I'm telling you, okay, I rather would rather not struggle, right? But anyway, let me tell you, though. Uh, so we have the nephew of Beyonce, the son of Solange Knowles. Y'all know the Knowles. Come on now. 
he decided to make some music. And um, to, to just to say it was horrible. Okay, I'm not holding back. And hey, we all start somewhere. That's totally fine. Come on, I got music that is bad. It's never gotten better. It's just still bad. But these kids trying to make music when they're, you know, they grew up in gold bathtubs and, uh, you know, their their uncle is Jay-Z and their auntie is Beyonce trying to make thug music or gangster rap, as some may call it, is absolutely ludicrous to me. So I, I, I got to show y'all this clip. I got to find it first. Hold on. Let me let me grab this clip for y'all here. Let me go ahead and get this. She kept showing all the signs, but kept disturbing all my peace. I'm trying to feed the game to niggas, but they always think it's sweet. Just like Future said a while ago, the feds just did a sweep. Fuck the London trip. We going to get our clothes shipped out from Greece. All right, okay, it, 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 that that was enough of that, but it's pretty bad. I'm not going to lie to you. And like I said, I'm not going to be the guy that sits here and bashes a 16-year-old's music or 17-year-old, however old he is, 15, whatever. But the feds just did a sweep. Like Future said a while First of all, you should never say like someone said a while ago. At least give us a date. Or just leave it at Future said. But the feds did not do a sweep on you, young man. I don't think you know what that is, okay? I barely know what it is, and I've been in the hood longer than you have, God damn it. Okay? I'm just saying. We got to do something about this shit. It just happens way too often, these these uh, rich kids, man. And they, and they end up making it. A lot of them end up making it content-wise. That is what people are talking about right now. This is, what, this is what they're getting away with. And it's a goddamn shame if you ask me. Because what the fuck, man? If we could... I can't even say if because I'm telling you, they are doing that now. Children, kids are making this kind of music you know even when they're not from this even if they're not super rich like this one is there's they're claiming they're from the streets and they talk about street shit and that's gonna get a lot of y'all in trouble as we see rap lyrics are officially being used in court against rappers it's as official as it official can get okay they are able to do it and they're able to use it against you we're seeing it right now with the young thug and gunner case the ysl case i should say what young thug it's looking scary for my guy in there we got to do some prayers for him okay because they are using my man's lyrics uh od all right i'm telling you listening to that uh white lawyer prosecutor read off those young thug lyrics uh didn't hit the same but then you realize how obvious it is what he was saying just as an example he was having beef with a yfn lucci okay that's another artist out there if y'all don't know and wife and Lucci's mother was shot at. Okay. They they missed. I think they did it on purpose. They, you know, they might have missed on purpose just to kind of send a message. Hey, we'll shoot at your mom. Not too much long later, Young Thug is on a guest verse on a Juice World song. Actually, yes, it was on a Juice World song. He tells us, I'll shoot at your mommy. I'll shoot at your mommy. With my 45, whatever he said. But shit like that, it lines up too easily, man. You're making their job too damn easy. 
All they do is listen to one verse in your song and they say, shoot at your mommy. The bullets we had was that of a 45. You said you shot it with a 45. So even if you didn't do it, you had somebody pull up. Or at least if you didn't do that, you at least knew about it, which is very sketchy, very suspicious. I hate it, man. You hate to really see that shit. Okay, so... It kind of goes back and overall, stop talking about shit in your rhymes that you're really not about or you don't understand unless you're ready to go down and do about 30 to 55, 60 to 75 years. And a lot of y'all don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. I ain't never want to step foot in no motherfucking jail. Okay. The closest I done been to a jail, I've been I've been inside of a jail before, man, but I, trust me, I was not on the other side, knock on wood, because I surely don't want to be there. Okay. that That is a place that uh, strikes fear in many's bones. And it strikes fear in mind. I'm going to tell you that right motherfucking now. I'll let it straight now. You know, I might steal candy out of a motherfucking candy shop. Okay, you know what I mean? I might do something like that, but nigga, but come on now. We're going to keep it straight and to the point, okay? But anyway. We do not care. A little good news for your hearts. If you guys know J.R. Smith, a former NBA player, former NBA star, kind of a loose cannon kind of player. He uh, loved to party. We always seen him with the bottle of Henny shirtless somewhere. Celebrating, had good years with LeBron, good years with Melo on the Nuggets. A lot of y'all might have forgot that. But he retired from the league. You know, he had to move on. He, he was too old for the league. He decided to go back to college. He went to North Carolina A&T. And um, wait, let me get that right. My bad. I don't want to. Yep. North Carolina A&T. Correct. He wanted to go, have, go back and get his degree, which is what he did. Now he stepped it up even better and got uh, and joined the golf team. Okay, okay, he joined the golf team, a nigga's a golfer, okay, a lot of these rich niggas are, don't let them fool you. That doesn't surprise me like it surprises many. If you know anything, Michael Jordan was a huge golfer, and a lot of those guys on that, those Jordan Bulls teams were great golfers and loved golf. A lot of old school guys do it. It's just a rich man's sport. And he joins the team, and he excels, obviously getting busy on the field, and he's getting busy in the classroom, straight 4.0 GPA, getting academic athlete of the year. Okay, we got to give a round of applause for my man, J.R. Smith, man. That's good shit right there. That's amazing stuff, man. And, and, you know, he always was kind of a laughing stock of the league at times. He was kind of a jokester just because how people looked at him. He was just, a, he was kind of a wild dude. He has legendary memes against him. But that's something you got to commend. My man got out of the league, went back to get his degree, decided to become an athlete as well, and uh, excel at it, man. You always got to be happy about that. So that's amazing. Also, and uh, other good news, uh, this is a retro article from 2015. This was from The Sun, okay? They said that we would probably be having sex with robots in the next 10 years. If you know anything about years and numbers and math, it is 2022 right now, and that means in approximately three years, we could, po- we could possibly be fucking robots. Okay, to me, sounds like a blast. Okay, I was never into the blow-up doll thing. I'd always see those, and I would say, how can a dude replicate that? How can a dude make that the the, the thing he wants to, like, play with? But you're better off fucking a pillow. You know what I mean? I, I heard of some moves. I, can't, I don't want to give the details on here because, like I say, this is not a sex podcast. This just isn't, okay? We are not family-friendly, but we are not a sex podcast. But either way, Blow-up dolls, they never... I always thought it was the funkiest shit in the world because this is like a plastic thing. Like, I don't care how wet you get that motherfucker. Water, gel, oil, whatever, lube. That shit's not gonna feel good. That shit's gonna hurt, nigga. Okay, as someone who has... 
put my shit in places that I will not repeat, I would never put it in a plastic blow-up doll. That's where I draw the fucking line. Okay, it just it just is, okay? It just is. But robots, on the other hand, as y'all might think, oh, man, why would you think a robot is even better? Well, when I think of a robot, especially an advanced sex robot, it's going to be... They're gonna they're gonna make some some very uh you know it'll be a replica but it'll be there will be some good replicas I think I think they'll be able to do something you know for a little two some you know what I mean I think they'll be able to make the shits realistic of course it's a little creepy it's a little weird but and they're gonna be expensive too they're gonna be expensive that's another thing I think they're gonna be very very pricey but I mean hey I would try it you know if they had like a free trial send them in the mail go ahead and pick that up I don't want to have to put it together though. If if it comes already made, then I'm I'm all in. But if it gotta be like built up, see I'm see now what am I paying all this money for? See, never mind. But I did see an article a couple of days ago saying, hey, the first sex robot is in the works. So the time is near. We are gonna be uh seeing what it's like to have sex with robots. I think when that happens, the world is really gonna go to a dark place. It's already in a dark place, but it's gonna be in a very uh, much darker place because now a lot of those men who uh, are afraid to talk to women, afraid to speak to women, women that are free, afraid to speak to men, they're going to be like, whoa, why do I need to do this when I can buy a robot that will be my sexual deviant? That will be at any point, at any time that I need some pleasure in, I can just hit it up. That it sounds like a great plan to me. Personally, I like the real thing um, more often than not, but... I can see how someone might have some pleasure in that. It makes their life very much easier. They can always talk to somebody and always get a good response. You ever talk to Siri sometimes? I'm telling you. You say, hey, I'm not even going to say it because she's going to trigger her fucking ass and she's annoying. But I'm just saying, you say that and you can have a whole conversation with these motherfuckers. Same with Alexa. She might light up behind me, you know what I mean? It's, it's just, you know, you can play games and shit. So I can see if somebody can, if I can say, yo, Alexa, like, come, like, Come suck this dick, you know what I mean? And if she's going to get up and do it, that might be kind of fire. You know what I mean? That might be, yo, y'all going to laugh, y'all going to hate, but that might be kind of hard. No pun intended. No pun intended. But uh, <laughs> yeah, that might be kind of fire. But let's move on, okay? Like I said, this ain't a sex podcast. We do not care. I do have a story for y'all, okay? A, a lift story, in, in fact. Um, this was this was a little while ago here, but I always thought about this one. I didn't know how I was going to tell it, but I, I'll tell it now. It wasn't the craziest of things, but it was very creepy. I um, I was driving Lyft all day and all night. This was one of my long days, okay? I said, you know what? I'm just going to go balls to the wall. I'm going to work late tonight. If, if, it, if I go into the middle of the night, if I go into 4 or 5 a.m., that's what I'm doing. That's my shift today. That's what I'm going to do. And, and, you know, it gets creepy at night, man. You know me, man. I'm a big dude. You know, I'm a big dude. I'm a big, black, scary man, right? So you think I wouldn't be afraid of nothing, which I, I'm really not. But at night, man, driving a car, you don't know who's going to get into your whip. So I, um, I'm i driving. And, of course, this night I'm all over the place. I'm, I end up getting dragged all the way down to Providence, Rhode Island, way down there. And that's about an hour from my house. And... It, this can happen with Lyft because if you're driving around, you know, it can be like point A to point B. It's just in this direction. Then you get rides closer to that direction. Then you end up in a whole different city. It happens all the time. And 
I don't like it like that because you know I'm not I'm not familiar with the roads. I'm not familiar with driving. It's very easy to drive around Massachusetts because for the most part I'm familiar with all of this shit. But when you start going to different states, it, things get different. Highways, exits, and all that shit get different. But whatever. It's late at night now, and I'm just like, hey, I'm out here. This is what I'm doing. Fuck it. So I'm driving, very unfamiliar territory, it's dark as woods, it's all this weird shit. I pull up to this place, I don't know where to stop, but I'm going to say, hey, let's see if this guy will just find me. I pull up, this little condo plaza place in the middle of nowhere. I'm telling you, it's a whole complex in the middle of nowhere, it's all trees and woods. I'm like, where, could the fuck, where the fuck could this guy be going at about 3 a.m.? You know, maybe he's going to get some, you know what I mean? But I respect it. If, if, if that's what he's doing. Then I completely understand that, right? Hold on one minute. Let's see. So he gets in the car. Uh, you know, he he's a nice guy. You know, very chill dude. It doesn't seem like anything is a little weird, but ain't nothing's off. And he's like, he gets in, he talks for a minute. You know, that's normal. Thank you. I appreciate you talking to me. It's 3 a.m. At least say, what's up, nigga? We're driving. Yeah, this was African-American. Not No, this was African, not African-American. I don't know, that detail's not important, but it just is the detail, okay? I don't care. Fuck off. Anyway, so we're driving, and homie is in the back, and he's looking a little antsy. He's kind of moving around. He looks real panicked. I, I'm like, hey, if I'm a, yo, if you want to pull something, I'm going to crash this car. We both going, okay? We is both going, my nigga. We, we is not playing this game tonight. But whatever, you know, I keep my cool. I just like to watch. You know, you don't want to act too crazy. You want to match that crazy energy because that could just blow up your whole shit. Because I've been in Ubers before and Lyfts as the driver where people get antsy and they're weird in the back. And uh, they have no problem with me. There's nothing. They're just weird. So we're driving. It's like niggas going like 50 minutes away. I'm like, 50 minutes? Damn, nigga. I want to go. I want to get closer to home. Of course not. We're driving. We're driving. We'll go about. 15 minutes he changes the destination whoa hold your horses now i don't normally care about this but what the fuck are you doing we're not gonna get like how are you going from one place to a completely different place within 15 minutes okay and it's farther away now i'm really confused now i'm a little concerned and we're driving some more he, he said yo bro you don't mind if i change it and i'm like nigga just change it you know and this is a little comforting because i'm like well at least he's talking to a nigga now and uh it eases the shit a little bit but still, I'm like, what's going on? So, of course, me, I'm Mr. Overanalyze, Mr. Overthink. So I get a little paranoid and I start thinking about all the possibilities about how this nigga might rob me. This nigga might try to kill me. He might try to choke me from behind. So I'm thinking of all my moves. I'm thinking of all the hoo-hoo-hoo, you know what I mean, that I could pull to kind of defend myself. And I ain't got nothing. There's nothing. I'm just always landing on I'm fucked. So... As we're getting close to the destination, he changes it one more time. Now we're about 15 minutes out, and he changes it again. I'm just like, nigga, what are you doing? Okay. I don't know what was going on with my man that night. We ended up getting to a destination, that last destination, that third one that he had changed it to. He it, it, he got out the car. It was just a random house. And nigga got out and left and said, have a good night. Okay. He said, have a good night, man. I said, hey, you too, man. Yo, I hope you getting what you was looking for tonight. And I don't know what he was looking for. But I I, I, I kind of tried to think about what the possibilities were. I had a couple theories. My theory uh, that I really landed on, though, was he was running from somebody. He was running from somebody. And I don't know. I didn't see anybody follow us specifically. Or there might have been somebody who was tracking his location or tracking where his Lyft was going or Uber. And he changed that shit up so much that that shit could have messed up the system. 
and he landed somewhere where they weren't going to be able to get him right away or he could chill for a second because that didn't make any sense. It just didn't. None of the places were close to each other. Like, usually, a nigga be like, yo, my bad, I got the wrong address. So, it'd be like somewhere, like, it'd be like two streets over or something. Or it's in, like, in the same town or same city. This shit was like, this nigga had me in Providence. Then this nigga had me fucking Attleboro. Then this nigga had me over here. I'm like, yo. But, homie got out the car. I hope he's alive, and I hope he's doing okay. I'm just saying, I mean, I hope everything with him is straight. Because that night, he did not seem like he was all right. I'm telling you. There, there was something going on with that dude. And, um, yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's freaky shit going on with Lyft. I'm telling you. We do not care. Oh, I mixed up. Hold on. We do not care. I got one more for y'all. One more. I got one more Lyft story before I get up out of here, y'all. Okay. So, like I said, people be bugging in my back seat. People do a lot of funky shit in the back. Somehow they think it's a fucking limo, like as always. But it's not. Unfortunately, I can see your dusty ass. And we're driving. I get this lady, you know, this blonde white lady. Um, I, I picked her up in an area where a lot of people that use or indulge in drugs usually hang out at. So I'm like, okay, let's see what I'm in for. She gets in the car. She wasn't going too far, probably about... 15 minutes away A couple few miles You know in Boston That shit takes a long time Depending on the traffic She gets in She's real hyped up Amped up She's like Oh man Hey can you turn that music up I'm like oh This old white lady Like pop smoke Okay Word I turn that pop smoke up Nigga me being naive And in a good mood Because the weather was right I turn it up This shit, She's like can you turn it up some more this shit is blaring at this point now, nigga. I, I like my music loud, but this is even too loud for me. We're driving and, you know, I'm vibing. I'm like, damn, this lady like this shit, nigga. It's lit. Because I like when somebody like my music. That shit get me hype. You know, that's like the Lyft Driver's uh, Award. You know, it's like a Grammy for a Lyft Driver. Like, yo, this nigga's like my music? A word. We're driving. And um, she's going real quiet in the backseat now, though. So I'm like, is she vibing to the music? I look up once. I don't even see her head. There's no head. I'm like, what the fuck? So she pop her head back up. I'm like, damn, is this lady all right, nigga? We drive her some more. And this time, I'm this now I'm just kind of watching her because I'm like, what is she doing, my nigga? You know, I, I done been around some wild shit before, but let me see because I can usually sniff it out. No pun intended. We're driving, and I'm still looking. See her lift her head up. This time, I see her go back down. Put her head down again But this time I turn my head Whoof I see what's going on I see I see her quickly go Snort Oh she lift her head up I caught her ass She she was so goddamn high Out of her motherfucking mind That she didn't even realize That I seen her ass Snort the line Flipped her hair back Did all of that I said bitch If you don't do that in my car At least share No 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 I'm kidding I'm kidding I'm kidding I'm kidding I'm kidding <laughs> Wasn't that kind of party Okay, I'm telling you, but I'm telling you, she had the white girl all over her nose. Okay, she was so disgruntled by the end of that damn lift ride, man. I'm telling you, her nose was whiter than fucking. I don't even know, nigga. Who got a white nose, nigga? I don't know, nigga. Her shit was white as fuck, though. I can see all the powder. It was all in her shit. Y'all ever seen that picture of Mike Tyson with the coke in his nose? That's what she looked like. She was partying. And I dropped her off. She said, hey, man, thanks for the ride. I said, well, yeah, motherfucker. You better thank me, bitch, because if it was any other Lyft driver, motherfucker, they would have been called the authorities on your ass. But luckily, it was my chill ass. Okay, next time, don't come in there. You ain't trying to share with nobody. Okay, all right now. All right, all right, y'all. <laughs> oh, man. But now, let me get up out of here now.
I'm going to fuck with y'all. I'm going to be back next week. You know the motherfucking vibes. This was a good episode. This was a lot of fun. I'm sorry. I've been, I've been taking these long breaks from y'all niggas. Okay, I got to apologize. I can't say I won't do it again, but it won't be soon. I'll tell you that much, all right? I love y'all niggas. Y'all niggas have a good rest of your day, a good rest of your night. And we is out this bitch, y'all. Peace out. Tune in and lock in.